Hi, listeners. Welcome to the She Speaks Life podcast, a weekly encouragement where we share our God stories. I'm your host, Jamie Elizabeth, and I am so glad you are spending time with us today to listen. Hi, friend. I'm so glad you chose to listen to today's story. I believe this is one of the most relatable topics we can talk about, and it is how can we trust God in the middle of a trial and learn to lean and stand on his word in every season? With me is author Sarah Honeycutt to talk about her various trials and how faith and trusting in God got her through the most difficult days. Hi, Sarah. Welcome to the show. Hi, Jamie. Thank you so much for having me. Really appreciate you asking me to be on your podcast. So looking forward to being here. Yeah, I'm really excited. I gotta tell the listeners here that I met you over Instagram. I see these encouraging posts and It's so inspirational, and I love how you put on that godly perspective um, over our circumstances or problems or struggles that we're going through, and it's such a good reminder of the God we serve and that He is more powerful than anything else. So I appreciate you so much, and I just knew... I have to have this girl on the podcast and you were on my heart for a while. So I'm just so happy you said yes. (laughs) Thank you, Jamie. Thank you. Yeah, I'm just I'm just so, so, so blown away at God, you know, and, and all that he's done and his faithfulness just to to so many people, you know, to me, but then also to to so many people. It's it's humbling, you know, when you see so many people like worshiping God, when you see so many people telling their testimonies about what God has done in their lives, like it's, it's, it really energizes our faith and it helps us stand firm when we hear other testimonies, we overcome by the blood of the lamb and the word of our testimony. So, uh, so it's so important that we share what God has done in our lives so that we can give hope and encouragement to others. Ah, that's right. Yes. That's why we do this podcast. <laughs> this is why I exist, right? So that we can share our stories so that nobody feels like they're all alone in this and that we have our hope in Jesus to get us through anything. Okay, so I was just curious since this is airing in the beginning of the year here, do you do the word for your year? And if you do, what is that word? Yes. Great, uh, great opening. So yeah, so uh, word for the year kind of, you know, prayed about it. And I felt like God gave me the word valued. And, you know, it goes back to, you know, the couple verses in Proverbs, um, but mainly, you know, how wisdom is more precious than rubies, more valued than rubies. And, you know, the importance of God's wisdom in our lives. So, and it also goes back to also knowing like your value, knowing your worth in Christ. And I think that that's something God has been working on me for years. Um, Just, you know, I got saved in 2012, um, but God really walked me through a healing process over the past couple of years. Mm -hmm. And it kind of piggybacks on kind of what he's been doing in me over the past couple of years in that, like, your, your value daughter, like you are valued, like, 
like stop viewing yourself as, you know, second rate or not good enough. And, you know, that's a, that's a stronghold that, that I've really had to allow God to break off of me Mm -hmm. um, since childhood, you know, just never feeling worthy, never feeling good enough, never being the popular one or the cool one or fitting in like, you know, that rejection um, was always something that, um, that I came across, um, throughout my life. So yeah, that word valued is something that I just felt like God kept, kept whispering to me toward the end of the year, that that was my word, just knowing your value. And then also being able to, you know, help others see their value, like, like speak life into women specifically, like women, you know, who, you know, maybe have, have also had, you know, maybe a rough childhood or never understood, you know, who they were in God and how God sees them. Mm, I love that. And I think that's a hard one to wrap our minds around. I think that kind of it's attached to how much he loves us. I mean, it's like his love for us is, you know, deeper than the sea. I mean, it's trying to wrap our mind around that and how much we are valued by him and loved by him. And uh, what a good word for you and what a good reminder and goes along with that verse about how much he cares for us, how much he values us. I look at a value carrying more than the sparrows and, yeah. you know, yeah. and, and, yeah. and the lilies even, I mean, it's just, it can go on and on. There's so much about, uh, his expression of how much he values us. And I just think it's so great and just incredible and hard to even, you know, grasp all of what he feels of us, you know, it's just, true. yeah, it's so true, Jamie, you know, and, um, you know, I think like throughout our lives, we, we get put like we, it's almost like people put these, you know, whether it's labels on us, or they put these expectations on us, or they put um, or even, you know, and then, and then we kind of internalize those, whether it's labels or expectations or whatever it is, like we end mm -hmm. up taking them on. And then we live out out of those expectations, out of those limitations that other people have placed on us. And then we have then like decided, oh yeah, this is true. This is, this is true. Cause they said it, he said it, mm -hmm. she said it, you know, what, whoever, whatever it is, it's like, okay, well, yeah, that, I guess that's, that's just who I am. But no, like God's like, right. this is what I say. This is my right. word. This is what I say about you. You're a daughter. You're a daughter of the most high. You are forgiven. It doesn't matter what you've done in your past. Everything's under the blood of Jesus. Everything is canceled. You know, you confessed it, you canceled it. You are set free. You are no longer bound to anything in your past that is trying to hold you back from where I want to take you, where God wants to take you. It is far beyond your wildest dreams. We just have to learn to trust that he has the better solution. His will is better. We think that we, oh yeah, I'm going to, you know, try and figure this out over here. But he's like, no, no, I know. I know the plans I have for you. I know the plans right. that, I, that are good, not to harm you, but to prosper you. And I just, I just know that, yeah, like knowing, knowing your value in Christ is, is extremely valuable for every individual to know that, to really like sit in that and know and spend that time before God, because that's another thing too. Like just, 
Yeah. You know, making sure that in order to know that we're valued, we need to spend time with the one that values us. We need to right. sit, yes. before, you know, and, and yeah. I get so like, you know, with work and like, I think we all do, we get like pulled in a million different directions, the world and, um, and, but it's like, whenever I sit before him, like, and, and just settle, you know, before his presence, it's like, everything changes. Mm-hmm. Everything changes when we sit before him and let him speak to our heart and just be still and be silent and know that he is God changes everything. And I'm thinking of not just know, but believe it, you know, to really believe and yeah, and just let it take root in your heart, uh, just like you were saying, really sit with it. Okay, so I would love for you to share with us a little bit about yourself and where does your testimony begin? Where did you see... God really come into your life and transform you and get you through some of those darkest days. Yeah, yeah. So from New Jersey, I have an amazing husband and son. Um, and I, I do work full time now, but I'm also a writer. And yeah, I, uh, I started, well, I didn't start anything. God found me in 2012. <laughs> yeah, he yeah. found me. He, he was like, okay, you're coming with me. Mm-hmm. Um, I came across somebody, well, just to go back to my childhood. So kind of, you know, a divorced uh, family, some abuse, grew up in the Catholic church, didn't really feel connected to God. Just it was kind of like going through the motion. So I had that like basis of religion, but it was never personal. Right. Um, then I met somebody who preached the gospel to me in 2012. And I was like, wow, this person is really different. Like, it was like, there was a light and they actually like lived out what they were saying. Like it was it was like right. apparent that it was like, holy, pure, like, just, just a beautiful person. And, um, you know, just the full gospel. So I was like, okay, like one day I was like, let me let me just pray and see see what happens to you. And, um, and um, let me just, I'm just going to cry out to God. I've never really done that in my heart. Like really, truly cried out to him. Like, it was just like, okay, God, yeah, like he's far, far away. Like he's not an intimate God. Anyway, so that day that I prayed, I just felt peace. Mm -hmm. I felt a peace like this from the top of my head from to the bottom of my feet. That it surpasses all understanding. Never felt that in my life. Never in my life. And I was like, wow, that the God that he was talking about, the God that is that died on the cross for our sins, that's the God. Jesus yeah. is the God. And and he sees me and he knows me. Like that that was the crazy thing too. I'm like, wait, like you actually like I prayed to you and you you actually saw you heard me. Like that. Yeah. That, that was crazy. I'm like, whoa, you see me? And, and um, yeah, so that in an instant, I was convicted of my sin. I was living with my son's father at the time out of wedlock and instantly convicted. I was like changed like this, like wow, not yeah. changed in everything. Like I still had a lot of stuff mm-hmm. and I still, you know, we, I think we all are working through things, but um, he, like, I was like, I can't, I can't live with this man, like out of, like it's just like the holiness of God just hit me yeah. and how I wasn't. Um, so yeah, so that's when things really changed and I just started really going to church and 
really living out the, you know, the life and with God. But then, you know, you some years go by, you kind of get like, you get a little lukewarm, you know, and, and um, yeah, then I was diagnosed with this tumor. And immediately, like when they when I went to the, the dentist, they pulled up an x ray, they saw there was a mass there, went to um, an oral surgeon who biopsied it. And they told me it was this benign tumor that actually they don't really know how it starts. They say it could be in the womb and then it doesn't come out until later in life. Just super rare. And um, and I was like, I kind of knew. I was like, God, what are you like? What are, what are we doing here? <laughs> like, like this is crazy. Like, this is like way out of the north, like a jaw tumor. Right. Like, I've never even heard of that and couldn't right. find anything on it. And um, ended up coming across this amazing girl named Kaylee who actually had um the same tumor years ago and that was through social media god just like placed her like because i was doing like hashtag searches on this Mm -hmm. tumor and she came up and she was such a blessing because i was i was able to meet her and see her and know like look she's she's okay and she was like beautiful and just so sweet and kind and just, you know, walking me through the process. And, and that was a God thing for sure. Like placing her there, you know, long story short, they had to take nine teeth, um, the bone and the the tumor at the same time. Um, Mm -hmm. because if they didn't, everything would like grow, they say there'd be like a 70% chance of it growing back. So they took everything out and then they took a bone from my leg to implant it in my jaw. So it was a tough, Yeah, it was crazy. It was yeah. it was wild. Um, seven days in the in the ICU, and that's where God God met me at like my lowest lowest moment on like the sixth night there. He, yeah. I just felt that peace. I felt that peace. Like I, I had finally like surrendered, and I I just felt like God was like pulling so much of like the the past like a lot of like the, the yeah, stuff that you accumulated yeah all of these years like right like god just was really like he just started like cleansing me and like i've done a lot of partying a lot of you know just not uh, walking the right direction right. and right. god um he just cleansed me mm-hmm. and yeah just met me there filled me with his peace you know reassured me that he was with me and um and it was crazy because like, as I was recovering, came home, you know, was at, have, I, I had been out of work. Um, I just went back to work about six months ago. So I was out of work for about two years. And I started writing during my healing process. And that's where like the words just started pouring out. Like I would have never thought to like become a writer. It was not something on my radar. Mm-hmm. Um, but God, like I started really digging into the word and God just started like placing these words on my heart. I started posting on Instagram and yeah, he just started that. That's how the ministry started. It was yeah. through that process. And um, yeah, it's just amazing how God can literally take like any situation. Like he can, like, I firmly believe he can take any situation and turn it for his glory if we are if we allow him if we don't get bitter and we don't get angry and we don't start you know like blaming you know and and pointing fingers and like if we just really look at god and look at ourselves and say okay god what do you want to do not why is this happening 
But what do you want to do here right now in and through me? Um, And, and that's, that's what he did. He just, he just started pouring these words out and um, yeah. So it was, it was about a two year process, but God is so good. (laughs) Yeah, he is. And and I love that you said the word surrender because that's really where it starts. I mean, there are so many people, including me, that you came to the point where you said, God help me. There's something about those three words. And I think that's the same as surrender, right? Like in your heart, you are letting go. You're saying, God help me. I surrender, right? I'm like holding up that white flag. I'm done. Yeah, I'm done. I'm I'm done trying to do things my way or doing it lukewarm, you know, walking the fence, if whatever you want to call it. But it's it's no living at all. You know, you're all for Christ or you're not. And that's, and, and, and that's the conflict that you have in your spirit. You know, it's exhausting because that was not how we were designed to live. God's like, no, like those are not things that are going to lead you to life. Those are Mm -hmm. things that are going to lead you down the wrong road, destruction and death. That's Mm -hmm. not what I want you to, you know, be going down. So, Mm -hmm. uh, it's for our own good. And then once we like, just let that go and we surrender, it's that freedom. I'm sure you've experienced it. Like just this, it's liberating and you're finally just feeling set free because you're actually allowing his will to be your will instead of the other way around. And perfect example of how so many of us have uh, experienced that kind of trajectory in our life to where we're just like, okay, we're done. Lead me down the right road, God. He's just so good. I mean, it doesn't mean that we will never have, you know, long-term trouble or you know, Jesus said, take heart, you know, in this world, you will, you will have trouble because, you know, and I think that that's another thing too. Like there's a misconception that like, yeah, you, you come to Christ and everything's great. Like, no, like that's not, that's not true. Like, yes, he, he is our deliverer. Yes. He, he stands with us in all of our tests and trials, but it doesn't mean that they won't, you know, that they won't come and they won't hurt. Like, Yeah, we are going to we are going to experience trouble. And especially as you walk with God, it's almost like, you know, the enemy comes after you because you have a target on your back. If you're not if you're not walking with God, you're kind of like half stepping like we had talked about, you know, you're you're kind of one foot in the world. One foot like there. You really Mm -hmm. are salt and light, you know, like like how God intended it. He meets us in our darkest moments, like, mm-hmm. and shines his light into those like really, really dark moments. So I think that's the hardest time though, is when you're in such a dark place and uh, you have these circumstances, whatever it is that's going on in your life. And the hard part is just trusting God that there is a purpose in all this, right? And just constantly reminding yourself, okay, I don't see it right now, but I'll maybe see it later on, the reason why I'm going through this. But man, is it painful. Man, is it not cool to go through this. 
But how many of us can say like, gosh, like that's when we felt God the closest, right? Mm -hmm. Because that's when we're just leaning into his hope. Like you said, he's our anchor. And I would like you to just share with us, you know, what did you do through those times where you were going through the the healing of your face or, you know, whatever the strongest times where you're just so desperate for God, like what did you do to remind yourself to trust in him that things were going to be okay? Honestly, Jamie was his word. Yeah. The word of God. I would open the word of God like every day, you know, sit before God and like hit the words that you know, that are living and active sharper than any double-edged sword that come through, you know, the pages of the Bible. Like, those are the words that kept me going. Like, his word kept me going. He gave me um, First Peter, I think it's First Peter 5 and 10. After you've suffered a little while, the God of all hope will restore you, confirm you, establish you, make you immovable, firm, and steadfast, like after you've suffered, like it's something like that. I'm not good with quoting, but, and he gave me that like, like a, maybe a month or two after the surgery when I was just like, like, I couldn't even look in the mirror. Like my, you know, my face was just like really severely deformed and um, just, he just spoke right to my heart through his word. And I would recommend, you know, anybody that's experiencing a dark time, you know, go to his word. Mm -hmm. His word is alive and he will speak to you. Ask him to speak to your heart. Ask him to show you. Ask him to speak because he's always speaking through his word. You know, I think sometimes we we think we're going to, you know, get some sort of like, you know, revelation and hear something. And like, I've never heard you know, the voice of God, like audibly, it's usually in his, through his word that I hear, you know, that then the Holy Spirit after like I read, read his word. And then like, maybe like later on, the Holy Spirit will bring up something that I read from the, from the scriptures. And then I'm like, oh my God, like that's God speaking to us through the Bible. Like, it's just amazing how the Holy Spirit will, you know, bring alive those scriptures Mm -hmm. when you need them. Yeah, it's so true. Like the daily bread. Like I've been recently hearing, eat your Bible. <laughs> I've heard it. I've heard it so many times. Just the beginning of this year, I'm like, yes, eat your Bible. And I'm on, I know, right? Because we do, we need it every day. Like I can feel it if I slack off and don't read it. And it's like, gosh, you know, it's like food. We need it, we need it more than food. We need, it's like water to stay alive. Right. And I got to say too, last year, last summer, going through some hard transitions and some hard times. And one of the new experiences I had was not feeling God, you know, I'm like, God, are you there? And I think we can all relate in those darkest moments. We're just like, oh my gosh, I, I don't, I don't feel you. But then that's when you like have to rely on faith that Mm -hmm. like, it's not feeling God. It's just that faith that he is still, he's there. He's, he never leaves us or forsakes us. 
And what are you going to do if your feelings are numb? What are you going to do when you're so broken inside and you're just like asking God, like, why can't I feel you? You know, where are you? And uh, that's when the Lord reminded me, and this is why, how you can know he's still there by you because he says, what did David do? And I know David praised God no matter like all throughout his circumstances, when he was being hunted down by Saul, when he was, you know, in the, the thick of his like fears, he, he even said, God, where are you? I mean, there were times where he was asking Lord, where are you? And he was praising him. He was worshiping him. He was still just like talking to him as if he could feel his presence. I mean, that was, that was such a new experience for me. And it was actually a quite a scary experience because I'm like, wow, I've never really gone through this dark of a time where I felt like I was asking God, you know, really, where are you? I think, you know, it was a test. It was a test of my faith. Like, what are you going to do? Because he's trying to show us, you need to have faith in my promises. I am, I am enough for you. And this is what I want you to be, you know, praising and worshiping me and understanding that all you need is to know, like, these promises, they never fade. They're not a lie. They're they're the truth. And so that's what I relied on was his promises. And then I tell you what, eventually it was like, oh my gosh, after all that praying and praising and, and even reading my Bible, but feeling, you know, gosh, like it's not the same. He came through and it was just this breakthrough of like, I was there all the time, all the time. And you were faithful to me and you relied on my word and my promises. And so sometimes our feelings and emotions can, you know, try to trip us up and they are not steadfast. God Mm. is so... Oh, that's so good, Jamie. Oh, what a yeah. word. Yeah, I went through a, a, a time where I like stopped writing, stopped, you know, mm-hmm. posting, stopped really doing anything for a while there. Um, I hadn't been healed yet. And I thought I was going to be healed by this time. Like this was yeah. during that two years, toward the end of the two years. Um, and yeah, for about like maybe six, five, six months, I was really, really down in a depression. Didn't didn't feel, feel God. Yeah, um, yeah. didn't feel that peace just just down like you like you said in the day you know David in the Psalms when he talks about you know just feeling so like low and why is my soul so downcast Lord you know and mm-hmm. but you know still you know knowing that God is there but you're like why like it's just so dark you know it's mm-hmm. so dark and um but then you know then he eventually you know he pulls us out and uh, yeah, but, does. Uh, pursues <laughs> us yeah. <laughs> Thank goodness. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I can totally, I can totally relate to that. And but you're right about the emotions thing too. It's, mm-hmm. it's really, um, you know, relying on the truth rather than like our perceptions and our feelings. And okay, I'm gonna yeah. go this way and go that. Like no, it's like we have to stand firm on on what we know, which is His word. So 
so you have a devotional that you wrote and published. Uh, it's called 30 Days of Deliverance Devotional. And I just love how it takes you through pretty much everything. I mean, you cover, you know, from day one, you say Jesus understands everything about you. And, you know, you go through um, truth and scripture and even your own personal story on where Jesus met you and why he understands us from your own personal journey, which I love. And then you have some journal prompts and notes at the end. And then day two, you have Jesus will satisfy all your spiritual needs. And then I just marked off to... I thought this was great. On day 22, if God called you, no man can cancel you. So you go through and you talk about your worth and your value, just like we're talking about your word. And I just love how each day is pretty much everything that we kind of struggle with or things that we may go through in our daily walk and how you reaffirm God's truth and what he says about us and who he is. And so I just appreciate you writing this devotional. It really shows the anointing that was on you and how you said that you were just flowing with the words through your healing journey. And it really shows your expression of your heart that God gave you these words to put in a book to encourage us. So would you like to conclude with a takeaway for us? Yeah. So um, again, I just want to thank you for for having me, Jamie. And I just pray for anyone who, who might be going through a trial and a test. I just want you to know that you're not staying in this season. We mm-hmm. all, we have seasons in life and God has created every season. There's a time and a season for everything under the sun. Mm -hmm. And you are not staying here. You're not. You're not Mm -hmm. staying here. God has a plan and a purpose for your life. Everything that you go through, he will use to bless or to help somebody else. How can somebody minister to somebody that lost uh, a husband or a child or a, a relative? How can somebody minister to somebody unless they've been through it themselves? And I know that it's and when you're in it, it's awful. It's horrible. You don't even want to want to come out of your out of your shell in that place. But just know that when you look to God and when you give Him all of the baggage that you're dealing with, He will take it and use it for His glory, for His glory. And yeah. I just pray for anyone who, who might be in a difficult time right now. I just speak life over you. I pray that God would meet you right where you are. I pray that you would just see his goodness, even in the land of affliction, that you would see his love, that you would know his presence and his peace and his joy and his goodness, even right there where you are, right there. He'll, he'll meet you right here, right now. You don't have to be perfect. You don't have to have it all together. He just wants your heart. He just wants to know you. He just wants you to lean into him and know that he's holding you in the palm of his hand. He's holding you. He's holding you right there. And I just pray that 
your heart would be softened by the love of God, that you would know the depth, the height, the width of the, the, the love, the love of God that is in Christ Jesus. So thank you so much, Lord. Thank you, Lord. I pray for every person listening to this podcast. I pray that you would just speak to their heart right now, that you would just meet them, Father. We thank you, Lord, that you're a good God. You are a good, good Father. You love us so much. You love your people. You love your children, Father. Father, you just long, Lord, for us to be in communion with you, Father. Not religion, but relationship. And I just pray that each and every person here would know would know you deeply, Lord, would know how much you love them. And I just uh, bless Jamie, Lord. Thank you for the fruit that you're bearing in her life. Thank you, Lord, for her ministry. Thank you for her family. Thank you, Father, for um, just her obedience. And I just pray that you would continue to bless her and multiply her in a larger territory. Father, I pray, Lord, for health um, and just joy and peace over her household. I thank you, Lord, um, just for everything, Lord, everything that you've done and just for, for life. We thank you for life. We thank you for the gift of life that we have an opportunity each and every day, Lord, to look to you, to glorify you and to love those around us. In Jesus name. Amen. Amen. Wow. That is a special takeaway right there. A prayer. (laughs) First time. I love that. That is so awesome. Thank you so much. So cool, Jamie. Thank you so much. And really was edified by this conversation with you. So thank you for what you're doing. Oh, me as well. That was so cool. And where can people find you and get your 30 days of deliverance devotional? Yeah, so 30-Day Deliverance Devotional is available on Amazon. You can also get it on my website at sarahhoneycutt.com. I'm mainly over on Instagram at sarah.honeycutt.com. So yeah, so you can most of the time find me over there. Great. Well, thank you. And keep up with your Instagram posts. I know all that know you are inspired by you, and we love it. Thank you. We appreciate you. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening today. I trust that God has encouraged you through this message. For more information on this ministry and to access free downloads, please visit my website at jamieelizabeth.com and sign up. You can also find me on Instagram and Facebook at jamieelizabethshespeakslife. That's J-A-Y-M-E, Elizabeth, She Speaks Life. Until next time, my friends, I pray God reveals himself through your own life story.